So here's the big question. How do mortgage brokers like us, who are in the trenches every single day, how do we consistently grow our business every year without working 60 hours a week? How do we get our skills and expertise out to the world and still have a life? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I am Ryan Wiley, and welcome to the 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Good morning, 12-Hour Broker Podcast. Ryan Wiley here. Thank you for listening. Okay, today, I'm going to talk about funks. In a funk. Not a lot of inspiration. So I I go through these um, probably a couple times a year. And it's a combination of just kind of burning myself out. And it's not in the mortgage business because I've got a bunch of other things going on. Um, Because I preach how to, like, I can work less in the business and make a decent, good living, very good living. Um, And so that is always the case. But I also, I do other things, you know, in other businesses. Um, And I'm always spending time and energy. So I get in funk sometimes. Because I do burn myself out. Because a lot of times I take on too many things. Uh, I get pulled in different directions. Um, And so I'm going to talk about, like, how I get out of a funk. Uh, cause I do some creative things. Sometimes I just don't have the creative juices. I don't, they're not flowing. Um, one thing I will tell you is to get out of a funk is this podcast. So I do this podcast as much for you as for me. Um, I haven't monetized this podcast. You know, I've advertised the VIP club and we've got clients out of it. So I guess in some way you could say, but I've always said, I just want to give like a ton of value back to our industry because I feel like there's just such a lack in the marketplace. I feel like a lot of broker owners take on new agents and they tell them they have these glorious training programs. They're going to teach them and do this and hold their hand. And then they don't. And I get it. I get why broker owners don't follow up. Although I wish they would set the expectations that way. They're just trying to grow their brokerage and say, I have this many members and this many agents. It's all bullshit because there's very, very few broker owners that actually follow through on everything. Um, So they set you up for failure a bit or at least set your expectations wrong. Um, So I do this podcast because I'm trying to get back like some value here and there. And I'm just trying to give you like so much info. And you either take 1% of it, a lot of it, or none of it. And you go, yeah, you're an idiot, Ryan. And I don't want to listen to this. Then peace out. And you're okay. I'll give you your money back. (laughs) Like here's nothing back. Just like (laughs) I asked from you. So that's the purpose of this podcast. And so um, I get into funk sometimes. And so doing this podcast kind of, you know, in the morning kind of sets the tone a little bit for the day because it lets me just start get the juices flowing, start talking. And so sometimes um, I don't use this for that every day, but there's times when I do the podcast that after it, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go. I feel better. So I'm saying thank you for listening. And even if I didn't have any listeners, I would still do this just because it's kind of a hobby for me, um, kind of filling the world with karma. Um, and so this is getting out of a funk. This is one of those ways I get out of a funk. Another way is when I go into funks, my inbox blows up because that just means there's stuff I have to deal with in there and I don't want to do that. And I have a tendency to put my head in the sand sometimes. Um, and not for like, like weeks and that, but you know, a couple hours or a day and people are like, Hey Ryan, what's going on? Blah, blah, blah. And so to get out of the funk, I basically lock myself in a room 
for a couple hours and I just hammer out through my inbox. So I do the podcast, that always helps. Um, gets the creative juices flowing, gets me kind of thinking about work and certain things and that I need to do and focus on and stuff in the podcast I'm talking about. Um, and then the other one is I just go and tackle the inbox or the things I don't want to do. I used It used to be like way back in the day, it used to be down payment docs, compliance packages, um, down payment docs were such a bitch. Those were, and they still are, it's just I don't do them anymore. But those are just painful when you get, and we all have the stories, when you get, you know, 130000 down payment coming in from seven accounts, gifted money, e-transfers, like they're just in JPEGs and putting them all together and making a story up and not making a story, but piecing the story together. It's just not fun. And so that would get me in a funk. But I would go tackle it at some point. Knowing I had to do all that stuff got me in a funk. And what led to those funks was a lot of stuff I just didn't want to do. So I slowly just started taking that stuff off my plate. So my funks are far and few between now. I don't have them a lot. But when I do, I'm like, ah. And I kind of go, and I have to step back and recenter myself and go, like, man, I got a good gig here. Things are going really good. What am, what don't I want to do here? And then analyze and go, okay, how do I get rid of that to just reduce that funk coming back again? And I don't know why I chose funk, but that's the word. It's the word of the day. Um, so I'm telling you the podcast, thank you for listening because um, it does inspire me to keep doing this. It also helps me in certain situations. I tackle that inbox. Um, and really... There's always going to be things I have to do. There's phone calls, people I have to call back, stuff that I don't want to do. For all of us, it's kind of the same. I jump in, and once I start doing that, like within a couple hours, I'm out of the funk. I kind of put my big boy pants on as I tell my kids, put your big boy pants on. Um, jump in, do it, carry on with your day. Tomorrow's a new day. And then before you know it, I've got, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I didn't have as much work as I thought. I wasn't in the weeds as much as I thought. Uh, just because you're, we, we get pulled in different directions. Brokers, you know, even if you're not running other businesses like myself, but just being a broker yourself, like I get how many hats you have to wear. It's insane what you have to do. I don't have to tell you, but you like you got your prospecting, you got your market to your database, you've got you know fires and deals you're putting out, talking to lawyers, handling objections, sales calls, um, meeting new realtors, then you've got the fulfillment piece if you're not outsourcing that, you've got compliance, and you've got marketing, and you've got accounting, and you've got just your family. Like, you're getting, you're wearing so many hats in this business, it's insane. Like, it's a testament to you, like, kudos to you. We get paid very well, but it's a very stressful business, um, especially because there's always a deadline, always a deadline, always someone that needs something by this time, by this time, by this time, and everything, everybody connects to you. You're the one piece that holds it all together. Um, so I get it. It's like extremely stressful. So if you get in funks, so be it. Like it's expected. But what you need to learn from those funks is why am I in the funk? Am I in the funk like I used to be? Because I would have 12 compliance packages to put together and I don't get paid until I get compliance packages but I hate paperwork. I would rather run nude down the street screaming, you know, I love Trump than do three hours of paperwork <laughs> all day, every day. And so that would go on forever. My wife would be like, so are we getting paid? Like, are you doing business? Well, yeah, I just got to do this freaking compliance over here. Okay. And so then I get that off my plate. I hired someone to do my compliance. 
and that was gone. I was like, oh my God, why didn't I do that earlier? Like all they did was compliance. That was the first thing I ever did. That's all they did. And I think I paid $50 a file and they're basically just merging PDFs and putting it together and following a checklist and adding it in and saying it in. And if they're good and fast, they're doing it in 30 minutes, right? But I'm like, yeah, don't want to do that. Not going to do it. I'll pay 50 bucks all day long. My hourly rate's higher than that, way higher than that. Uh, and just my, my mental mindset. And so, um, and then I started looking to go and down payment, down payment documents and coming in. And they're always time sensitive because you've got, you know, you have to meet your condition of financing and you've got to get instructions sent out. And sometimes instructions don't get sent out before all the conditions are met. And then you've got, you know, the clients, they kind of send you this whack of paperwork and they just go, hey, and you're like, okay, I'll review. And they want to know if they're good or not. And so you've got like this ticking time bomb and you have to sort through it all. And I'm like, oh my God, this is like, you're no, you're not good. You did not send in what I asked you, but I get why you didn't because piece of paper. If you heard another podcast where I talk about me and my wife stood back to back and a wife or sorry, at a, uh, a marriage thing before we got married, this course we took for the Catholic um, Catholic Church. I don't know. It was so long ago. But we were told to fold a piece of paper. And we fold it. Well, like four or five instructions. We turn around and look at each other. And they, our paper wasn't even close to the same. And I'm like, how did you not do it? And she's like, well, how do you not? And literally, piece of paper. So we say all the time, me and my wife in our house, we say, because she'll think something and I think something and even in the business and she'll say piece of paper and I'm like yep all right so same with your clients piece of paper you send them these well-written instructions on how to send in their down payment docs and you have every good intention you think you do and they send in this and you're like what the heck and it's piece of paper because they don't do this every day they're not in the trenches they're a school teacher a plumber out the door go hate paperwork more than you do and they just think here this is I'm good for it here you go this should be good Right, so you have to give them, you know, take it with a grain of salt when they send in. So I got down payment docs off the table because they were horrible. And then that's when we introduced fulfillment. And then I got the back and forth because that was the next thing. So I slowly started taking off all these things that would put me into funks. And I'm still in the process of doing that because it's honestly, it feels like a never ending process, but my funks aren't, they're very rare now versus before I would get them all the time and I would even debate if I like the industry, I debate if this was for me um, because I was doing a bunch of stuff that, and then you, you're doing all the stuff that you really don't like doing. And then all of a sudden you would lose a deal or something else would happen. And it would just compound on top of that. And it would make it seem like the situation was way worse than it was because of all the little funks you were in. And then you get hit with a client who you thought was loyal and they leave last second and boom. And you're like, I don't like this industry. I, am I meant to do this? Am I, and that was me. I did that for years. And I was like, man, I was like, but I'm really good at it. But man, I, I just don't like that part, this part and that part. So I'm slowly like getting rid of those things or eliminating them. There's things in my business that I would do before and they create such a funk that I would be like, yeah, I don't like doing this and it's not moving the needle, so gone. And one of them was a website. I had a website, so I had the templated website um, that you get with your brokerage, which is fine. And then I said, you know, I'm going to go get my own website and then I had to keep updating. And I was like, I'm not getting business from my website. So I just got rid of that altogether. The point where I didn't even get the template website. So I went five, six years without a website. Now we have a website, but it's just the templated one. No one's going to come in to me for business because of my website, unless it's like this grandiose thing. And maybe I'll 
get a couple leads in where I'm focusing on lead generation, um, online lead generation, stuff like that. Um, different story, but I'm not. And so I have it there kind of as just like, hey, I have a website, but I don't spend any energy on it because it doesn't move the needle. Okay, so I, I had that in my head that I did, that I needed to do that. Same as social media. I used to do social media and I hated doing it and it wasn't moving the needle. So I stopped doing it. If you look at my, any of my social media, you'll see way back, I used to do posts. I never got business from it. There was not one direct line I could, could tra- hey, I like that post. Hey, can we work on a mortgage together? That never happened. And sure, I didn't do it for that long, maybe, I don't know, a year. I even had someone else doing it and it was still painful because it felt fake. It felt like, well, this isn't really me. This is just me sharing articles from other people wrote and me commenting on them and me just putting up always constantly thinking about what to say and some new angle and what to say online wasn't moving the needle that put me into a funk I got rid of it right maybe there is a social media strategy that does work there is and I'm doing that if you heard another podcast I explained what it is and I'm going to do it I'm committing to it for the year if not more so we're going to try that but there's certain things that gets me excited so this is me telling you I get in funks what I, what I do to get out of them, I put my big boy pants on, I do podcasts like this, I hammer out my inbox. Um, for you, I'm saying, first start with trying to eliminate, understanding, analyzing where those funks are in your business. What's putting you in that funk? Why do you not want to get out of bed for your business? And like, look it right in the face and go, I need to, is this moving the needle? I need to just get rid of it and focus on the stuff that generates business or I need to outsource it, hire someone, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money there, uh, but just get rid of it. And so is that your database marketing, right? Is it your social media? Like you got to be honest with yourself. What's moving the needle in your business, right? If, if I know I, if I sat with you for an hour and sat there and we could analyze your business and I'll ask you like very direct, honest questions and expect the back, the answers to be honest coming back, I'll be able to very quickly tell you like where you're wasting time in your business and what you should be focusing on and what's not moving the needle and like why are you doing that and kind of just be real with you because I don't beat around the bush on that stuff it's kind of like what are you doing like it doesn't make sense sometimes you're too close that analogy I've used for where you're like you're hanging a picture and you think it's straight and the person six feet back's like like how many beer have you had <laughs> that's my wife's how many like you have 10 beer before you hung that picture it's like four inches the other way I'm like oh it looks good to me and I stand back and I'm like oh yeah you're right okay so you're too close to the picture. So you're too close to your business. You're too close to the day-to-day. So you need someone to kind of analyze it on the back end. Kind of like look at what you're doing, where you're spending your time. Find out where those those funks are coming from. And find out what's actually moving the needle in your business. So um, so there you go. This is me wanting to share. I didn't know where this podcast was going to go, actually. I didn't have a... Uh, I more wanted to talk about how I get out of funks. Because um, I do get in them. I, everybody does. Like, just being real. No one lives this rainbow and unicorn with pots of gold and life um there are a lot of those moments don't get me wrong but i'm like man like we're all you know sometimes we're eating a shit sandwich (laughs) during covid i've been saying shit sandwich a lot more i don't know why i've never said it before um but we just deal with it so this is me telling you how i get out of mine and then for you to recognize how do you get out of yours and how to like kind of focus on stuff that will move the needle in your business but maybe you just need that other person to look and kind of like to help you analyze it because you're too close. Okay. Um, So there you go. 
that's the my thought. That's more of a thought for the day. Um, I hope that kind of resonates with some of you. Um, five texts today, kids. It works, okay? Peace out. This is an I Love Mortgage Brokering production.